This is the Mosaic Church Podcast. Mosaic Church is committed to making disciples that discover Christ, connect in Christian community, and serve others and the world. Uh, Two or three weeks ago, I really felt compelled by the Lord to share on the 23rd Psalm. And I wanted to revisit that sermon uh, today and bring our guest in to give us maybe a little bit more insight and how we can flesh out that sermon, this passage. And one thing I love about the 23rd Psalm is that, again, it's not just defining life of circumstances. And I think a lot of people love the 23rd Psalm because everybody relates to it. Everybody understands, the, and they, a lot of people just think it's, it's describing life. However, as we learned two, three weeks ago in our church, the psalm is not just describing life. It's going to help us to define life. And so I think too many of us get easily confused what life is really all about, uh, and especially the definition of life. And I, that's what I love about this psalm. It defines it for us. It doesn't allow, the scripture doesn't allow us to be defined by our circumstances. And all of us are in this middle of this, and when I say all of us, the whole world is involved in this circumstance of the pandemic. And I'm praying that scriptures will con- uh, control us and not our circumstances. Now, I know that when you see, go around town, you probably see people who've had a rough life. And this part of town, we see people that are unfortunate, and you could tell they've, they've had a rough life. And, and because the circumstances have, have molded them, and so much so that even affects their facial expressions or how they, they look. And so, uh, but Psalms 23 is, is different. It's going to define life for us, and it's going to say, in spite of our circumstances. And in church, sometimes it, it can be easy to hide um, maybe our hurts, so we dress up nicely and we um, put on our smiles and we come to church and we ask people, how are you doing? And everybody says, I'm doing fine. And we really don't know until there's lots of pressure and then when pressure comes, that's what bubbles up. And so a lot of times we are defined by our circumstances, but I want to challenge us church people to let's be defined by scripture and the 23rd Psalms will help us in our journey with Jesus. So whatever uh, life is, gives us, I pray that we are defined by scripture. The Lord is our shepherd. That's something that we have to just kind of remind ourselves over and over again. I like to repeat it from time to time. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd, period. That's it. There's no if or it is the Lord is my shepherd. So I want to challenge you, Mosaic Church, and I want to challenge us that, that we would just con- continue to remember that truth the definition that this statement is a statement of faith and trust. And that's the end of sentence. The Lord is my shepherd. Uh, the number three thing I would like for us to remember is that it will help define how we look at life and how we shape our lives. And we're going to be challenged. And sometimes circumstances will challenge us. And it's going to want to mold us. And it's going to want to mold you, you know, uh, and sometimes those circumstances are good. And so we're going to talk about the very first part, uh, though, uh, about lying down in green pastures. And so that typically is a sign of life is good. And if you look right next to me, we have some friends. All of you know them. We have Dave, 
Uh, to my right and to his right, we have his wife, Rhea, and I've known him for many, many years. But could you tell us, maybe our church people don't know, how long have you been serving Jesus and how long have you been part of Mosaic Church? Yeah. Um, uh, hi, everyone. <laughs> um, I've um, been serving the Lord for about 28 years now, and uh, I've been a part of Mosaic Church uh, since the doors opened to the church on day one. So. If, um, so how old were you when you became a believer? I was about, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 20. Okay. I was about 20 years old. Oh, neat. Mm-hmm. Rhea? Well, not to one-up you, but I have been serving <laughs> the Lord for about 38 years. And um, I've been part of Mosaic since its inception, gratefully. And so uh, the question I have for you uh, when is it that time where the Lord has allowed you to lie down in green pastures? Things are going good. Things are plenty. Um, and one of the challenges I know is that when things are really good, that the challenge, the temptation is to forget about God. So the question I have for you both, I can answer whichever first. Has there been a time when because life has been good, you've forgotten or you got so occupied with life that you've forgotten to um, really spend that time with the Lord. Dave? Sure, uh, absolutely. <clears throat> you know, we uh, live in a land of plenty. Right. Um, you know, we, we live in this, our society is just, it's so busy right now. Um, we're, we're all... Um, we have full-time jobs. Many people have businesses, um, working late late nights, overtime. Some people work um, sure. on midnight shifts. We're all we're all doing so much, and so it's very easy to allow all those. So, how about you? Like, have you been caught? Uh, yes, okay. uh, absolutely. I uh, I have a job where I'm I'm in transportation, so I come home, and as as you may know. Uh, many of you get caught in traffic or you're just driving. Maybe maybe you have a job where you're driving a lot on the road. Sure. And you come home and it's just it's tiring. It can be draining. Sure. Um, so I come home and I know um, I'm a father of, of two children. And they require attention from you. And sure. so when you're tired, you, you, uh, you know, you have dinner to cook. You got, um, you want to spend time with the kids. But also, the Lord wants us to spend time with him as well. Um, and that can be a challenge. Sure. And I appreciate you sharing that. And um, because a lot of times, you, you know, what you just described, maybe somebody wouldn't look at that as a green pasture. But uh, I do, and I, and I can see how God has blessed you with work. Because there are people that don't have work. The fact that we, you have a job is a very good thing. It's a green pasture thing. And the fact that you have children is awesome because I know people and you know people that would love to have kids and, and couldn't for some reason. Sure. And so uh, I really appreciate that story because I could see how what the question was, is there a time where you, because things are going so good that you forget about God? And that's the temptation to forget about God when things are going good. That's really neat. Rhea, do you want something to share? Well, most of my life is probably green pastures. Right. So, I mean, when can I say there were they were dried up brown pastures? I really can't say that. Um, I would say maybe financially, 
the greenest pastures that have been difficult were when we were both working, but I was working night shift and with dispatch. And so we are all on different schedules. And I would say, although financially it was very green, right? Um, family and time and energy and relationally, uh, it was difficult. Sure. Uh, difficult because things were going good. I mean, because your life was busy and, and you were occupied. I, the reason I, I say think that... difficult because... Yes. I, um, here in our church, uh, because where we're located, we have um, a pretty healthy stream of uh, homeless people. And uh, there's a guy that comes here and, and I feel bad for him. I've tried to talk to him, but... He spends his whole day sleeping because he has, he has nothing to do. He doesn't have family, doesn't have kids, doesn't have a wife, doesn't have a job. So he sleeps his day away. And so to me, that's a different kind of valley. And so uh, the things that we're talking about is these are green pastures times where, where you're just so busy. And so that's where I think the hard part is to find time or the, the temptation is to, to not find time to to be grateful and thankful to the Lord and spend time with our shepherd. And so, uh, but I think I like your answer too because it leads me to the second part. Let me just go ahead and read uh, verse four. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me. And right now there are so many people that we know, family, friends, uh, neighbors that are going through a tough time. They're struggling. As I shared earlier uh, last week, you know, I have a friend with, who's on a ventilator. Um, there are people who are struggling with finances. I, I have a brother that basically his whole business shut down because they closed uh, shop because they couldn't have people coming. Um, and so we know specifically of a hairdresser that we know in our church that, you know, they, they're basically all as dried up. And matter of fact, I'd like to just take a moment and pray for them. Uh, Rhea, would you just pray for uh, maybe even our own Mosaic family members that are just going through just a short prayer and just remember them as they're going through a tough time? Lord God, right now we're in a different time than we've ever experienced. And we know there are specific people in our church family, God, who are without work and without pay, um, whether they've even been able to apply for unemployment or um, even even getting that it might not equal up to what their bills are. God, right now we ask for your shepherd characteristic to be very strong in their hearts. God, that they will be able to say and we will be able to say as a church family that I shall not want. God, that you'll take care of us and even when um, all of our all of our needs aren't met, every single one of them, but we will still be able to focus on how you are meeting our needs and how you are good. And God, we ask for generosity of spirit to continue but amongst our church family that you'll lay on our hearts needs for each other. Yes. And as we've been recipients of that, um, our own family from from different people in the church at different times this last month. God, I pray that that just continues. And I thank you, Lord, that it happens in such a humble underground way in our church, that there's not giving that's 
on the surface showing off, but it's just under under the surface. And Lord, we pray for that to continue. God, would you lay specific people on our hearts that we can pray for, that we can send um, food to, that we can send a encouragement to, and God, that you will help us be the church right now to one Amen. another. Amen. Thank you, Ria. So even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. And, you know, maybe as uh, Rhea was praying again, so you're maybe at your home and you're thinking, well, um, I have a different type of shadow, different type of uh, valley. You know, maybe your home and your marriage isn't where it, you would hope it would be. Uh, maybe you have uh, unruly kids. And the only reason I mention those is that, uh, you know, I've lived through those seasons where there were times where uh, my wife and I, this is no secret, you know, we struggled in our marriage and, and no secret, sometimes uh, we had unruly kids. And so uh, maybe you're going through those times where even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death or the darkest valleys, I will fear no evil for you are with me. So uh, Dave and Rio, uh, one of our last questions, somewhat quick, um, is have you ever experienced a dark period in your journey with Jesus and you felt like, uh, maybe God felt distant. So if you can just maybe share something. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I I went through, um, you know, we all know the, the things that are happening all over the world, um, in the Middle East specifically. Uh, and this was probably about three, about three years ago. I was really questioning God. I, I was in a place I didn't, quite understand what was happening. And it almost seemed like maybe God was uh, on vacation, maybe. Right. Um, and it, it, as a believer, you know, we, we want to put all of our trust, all of our faith in the Lord uh, for every circumstance. And I was in a place, I, I was con- confused, you know, and God isn't a, uh, doesn't give us confusion. Right. So I, I do believe that... Um, that's neat. That, yes. That, I mean, I think that's, I don't want to stop you. I just think that's, I like that word is like, uh, was God maybe asleep or, you know, just lost focus. And it could seem like that, especially when you look at the news. Right. And uh, those can be dark periods where you feel like, you know, where are you, God? Uh, that's excellent. Um, Rhea, you want something to share? I mean, there have been multiple times, um, so I'm trying to kind of pick and choose what which ones to share. Sure. Uh, I think I've shared with the church, you know, a couple of times that I've wrestled with um, depression and anxiety myself. And so that rears its head at sure. different times, and it doesn't always coincide with circumstance. So, um, but I would say the one where... I, I was questioning, Lord, where are you or how can this be happening? Right. Um, was after, and a lot of people don't know this, was after Elijah was born, they did some blood tests and there were some um, things that were highlighted that they wanted us to go to Gainesville to get tested on for him. And I know our, a lot of our Chi Alpha alumni have um, had all kinds of experiences with um, having babies that they have to, you know, get testing, further testing on. And so I can't, I can kind of imagine the fears that go with that. 
Um, and that was scary because he was just two weeks old. And so, and so um, where did you think God was at that time? It kind of just felt like everything was frozen. Sure. It was in slow motion. So I wouldn't have said God was absent. I just didn't necessarily feel him near. I felt a peace. I wasn't super worried, but I also, I just felt kind of um, like in slow motion and I felt the Lord was waiting or I was waiting to hear the results. Right. So I think that's why um, Psalms 23 just kind of resonates with all of us. You've, you just both shared life experiences that would describe what's going on in Psalms 23. And so I think, again, Psalms 23 wants to shape our thinking and not just describe what's going on in our lives. And so last week or the week that I shared on this, we talked about the Lord sometimes as good shepherd will there are times where he has his wisdom, why he takes us through uh, those valley times. And, and a lot of times it's maybe to show us our, our brokenness because maybe we're not aware of our own brokenness and God through the Holy Spirit wants us to uh, acknowledge him and begin to uh, recognize that. You know, it's, a lot of times it's, you know, we say we trust in the Lord until there's a time where we have to trust in the Lord and we realize we're not really trusting in the Lord. And so I think those times where we go through the valley is God uh, may have a watering hole there that we don't think. And, and I know that you could all say this, and I can say this, that there are times where I, I've been through a dark period of my life, but I have found God in a very powerful way, a way that I would not experience him, I didn't experience him when the grass was green. So again, Psalms 23 wants to shape our thinking, not just describe our thinking. So... Um, we had a question in our small group the other day, and it was a good question. It's like, when is the last time you felt God's love? And that's a good question. So our people shared. It was a really powerful time. And I just want to make a little plug. If you're not part of our, our uh, internet small group, it, now is a great time to do it. And it's, it's been pretty powerful. But there are times where you can feel alone. Uh, maybe people feel condemned or feel abandoned. Uh, and then it's during those times that we feel uh, we're susceptible to, I, I would call, uh, seductions from the enemy to shake our fist at God, walk away from the Lord, uh, stop going to church, you know, and, and we become passive aggressive. You know, um, you start not, you know, attending church functions and you don't talk to any, and you can see how that progresses and because life is tough and it, instead of def allowing the scriptures to define them, they're allowing circumstances to define them. Uh, one of my favorite verses is Romans 8.28 and we know that all things work together for good for those who love him and have been called according to his purpose. So you might find yourself uh, tired right now. Uh, you might find yourself exhausted and I'm probably uh, describing most parents. Uh, you probably are wondering how much you can handle or you probably just want to say, that's it. I, I can't do much more. And I think through the Holy Spirit, through the Psalms 23 and Romans, uh, the Holy Spirit is trying to whisper to us and grab our attention and to let us know that the Lord is our shepherd. He is with, he is with us and he's pursuing us. And so it's during these dark moments or these good moments, we're going to be tempted 
to uh, stop praying, uh, to stop giving thanks to the Lord because we might be overwhelmed with goodness and work or we might be overwhelmed with us, things that are making us uh, life tough. And the Holy Spirit is whispering to us, the Lord is your shepherd. He's there to help like a good shepherd. And again, the scripture says in verse 4, 23 Psalms, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Now, real quick, uh, you kind of mentioned it, but real quick, was there a time where it was dark, but you felt God's presence? You felt his love? Dave? Um, absolutely. I, um, you know, I lost my father uh, due to a uh, brain aneurysm uh, about 20, say 25 years ago. Um, you know, it's when you, when you lose a parent, um, you know, you, you, you never, you never want to imagine what that would feel like or what you might have to be going to have to go through. Um, for me, I, it really brought me actually close to God. Um, I was probably praying more than I have ever played, uh, prayed, even though I've, I had only been a Christian, uh, for about five years during that time. Um, but it, it was dark, but I first, you know, God will always wants to, with his children, give us a, a comfort to know, you know, the Bible is the word of life and the word of truth. And we go to the word for, for our, for comfort and peace. And so you found that comfort and peace during this time? Yes, absolutely. Um, I, uh, when, uh, I was actually with my dad when this, when sure. this uh, occurred, um, I, I did feel like God gave me a dream uh, concerning that issue. Right. And so because of that, I, I felt like God was trying to get my attention, that something's about to happen, and, uh, but I'm with you. Right. I'm with you. I will be with you. Excellent. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's pretty neat. I didn't know yeah. that. And so the Lord was with you, even though you're going through the darkest valleys uh, the Lord was with you. Right. Amen. And it, uh, the interesting thing, too, is during the funeral, uh, my pastor uh, at that time did my, the funeral for my dad. And he had asked me to come up and share about my dad. And, uh, and I really, even right before that, that happened, I was on my knees saying, God, please use me right. during this time. From, not for me, but for my family. Right. And I'm sure my family must have thought I was in some weird denial state because I, I felt like God gave me a confidence as I stood. Amen. And uh, That's perfect. So, That's exactly yes. living out yes. uh, Psalms 23, 4. Yeah. He's with you. Amen. Hey, Rhea, you got something for us? So just again, uh, something, maybe a dark period, but you felt God's presence. There's just so many, there's different times. I mean, I can, I'm thinking of different seasons um, where I felt that. So this goes back quite a bit, but um, I was in high school, senior in high school, and I was very excited to go to college to swim, be on the swim team. And I was heading off to Missouri um, from Iowa. And my mom, something happened with her job and my loan fell through. 
for school. And so it felt like all of my hopes and dreams were dashed in that single moment. And uh, I remember riding my bike through Perry, Iowa over to our church. And I just went out on a little side balcony and just prayed and cried and cried. It was like, I was devastated. I felt like this was the next step and it wasn't happening. Um, it's almost like I could say this before every season change in my life. I've had these very broken moments when I was single, before married, before kids. Yeah. So there's, um, but that was before my college season. And I, God really came through in that moment and helped me realize that he would be with me, whether I had to stay in Perry, whether I had to stay put and not go to college, whether I, whatever happened, if I didn't have the funding or not, I felt really strongly that he was saying, I'm going to be with you either way. And I, and I like that because it's like the Holy Spirit whispers that truth, that statement of truth, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I am with you. Mm-hmm. And so I felt, I rode my bike home and I felt different going home. And my mom was shocked when I came home. She said, my face, my radiance was different. Um, she was really nervous for me and felt really bad. And then I came back and she knew that the Lord had spoke to me. Awesome. That's uh, both great stories. And I appreciate you being candid and vulnerable to us. I do want to just finish uh, this segment that I believe that God is there with us during our times of struggle. You know, he wants the Holy Spirit to blow those, maybe those, maybe it's not a big flame in our hearts, uh, but those embers. And I believe the Holy Spirit will blow and breathe on us and begin to uh, bring life to those embers that because of life struggles. And I believe he's going to lift us up through the Holy Spirit. So again, we have to just remember the Lord is with us. And even though we're going through dark moments, the Holy Spirit is able to drown out all that pain or the, or the circumstances and we can trust the Lord. So if you're at home and you're tired, uh, it doesn't mean that you are a sinner. It just, I think it means you're a saint because uh, you've had strength and, you're in, and it's being exhausted. Or maybe you're tired of raising those precious little cherubs, those angels, maybe they're not angels all the time and you're tired and I think you're tired not because you're, a sinner, it's because you're a saint, or maybe you're in a marriage situation where it's it's not as um, rosy as you would hope it would be, or that you thought it would be. Uh, but you're you're still trying to do what's right, and I believe God is whispering, "The Lord is my shepherd in your ear. The Lord is your shepherd, and He will be there." And I so I I appreciate those who are, are giving their effort to do what is right. Because uh, the temptation is to, to fall prey to that. And I'm sure you've all watched National Geographic. It's usually those, the ones that are injured animals are, are the ones that are easily taken by the prey. And so that's why I think it's important for us to understand the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. So as we finish up, I just want to pray for everybody that you recognize that God is our shepherd. He is God. Uh, he cares for us in our time and he's there with us. And so I'm going to just end with a word of prayer. And I pray that you were challenged this morning and blessed. And thank you again, Dave and Rhea for being candid and open. And I pray that that would uh, encourage you to be candid and open to the Lord. Let's pray. Heavenly father, we thank you again for your awesomeness of your, your Holy spirit living in our lives 
And Lord, we recognize and we admit, and which is obvious that many of us are going through tough times and we're not sure if we should go out and about or what, how we're going to pay our mortgage. And Lord, a lot of us are going through dark valleys. But Lord, we know, again, the statement of faith is the Lord is our shepherd. And even though we walk through the darkest, shadowy valleys, Lord, we know, again, a statement of faith that you are with us. Lord, help us not to fall prey to, uh, to circumstances to determine our, our understanding of who you are. And Lord, we say thank you for your goodness and kindness towards us. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. We want to thank you for listening. We pray that you were blessed and encouraged. If you like what you heard today, subscribe to this podcast and listen whenever you like. To find out more about Mosaic Church, please visit www.mosaicchurchtlh.com.